who's the most terrible of them all? It's Hollywood Lynn. Hello and welcome to Everyone is Terrible. I'm your host, Hollywood Lian. It's my favorite day of the week. You know, I woke up a little sore throat today, a little sore throat. So bear with me and thank you for welcoming me back. I took a small little break. You know, life is like a toilet. Either you're on a roll or taking shit from some asshole. So in the famous words of DMX, you're whack, you're twisted, your girl's a hoe. Joining me today is... Uh, Podcaster extraordinaire, host of No Filter. Let's welcome Zach Peter. Hello, Leon. I'm so excited to be coming back on your podcast to talk about all things that are terrible this week. Absolutely. Yes, we had Zach on very early, very early, probably like the fifth episode. We did a an entire Kardashian special. And, and we're going to talk about the Kardashians again. It's a full circle moment. So, um, Zach, it's so good to see you. You look amazing. Thank you. It's good. It's all the, it's the ring light. That's really all it is. <laughs> if you want to see what we're up to, join us on the Patreon. That way you can see me and Zach in action, unedited, no cuts. Let's get down to it. So little Nas X, like, you know, gay country star, gay rapper, uh, you know, he straddles the devil in his new music video. It's called Call Me By Your Name. And we're not talking about the Italian movie starring Army Hammer, Mr. Uh, Cannibal. No, 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 no. This is a music video. And it's actually, it's very creative. But the church people, you know, the Bible bell, everyone is going crazy. And it's actually working for them. It, the, the song is the number one song in the entire world right now. Love the name of it because I love the movie with Army Hammer. And <laughs> I secretly want to date Army Hammer in that movie. Maybe not in real life because I, I feel like he's, you know, he may be a little too spicy for me in real life. Maybe more up your alley. You've got a little more spice than I do, Leon, but. To me, the music video, I was expecting it to be much worse than it actually was. I thought the entire music video was like him having sex with the devil. But like, we don't even really get to see the lap dance or the introduction of the devil until the end of the music video. So I thought it was very beautifully shot. I think the controversy is probably a little unwarranted, but I don't think he's hating on that because obviously it's made his song one of the top songs in the world right now as a result of it. Well, the people that are mad about it are the Christian people and it's the same same people that don't believe in canceled culture, but here they are trying to pull his song from the charts, trying to kill his deals. You know, I, I think he was making some sort of fake uh, devil Nike shoe. And so before that could even hit some sort of production, Nike uh, hit cease and desist on that. Um, I have a quote saying, the agenda is to make people stay the fuck out of people's lives and stop dictating who they should be. Now, I like that. I like that a lot. You know, for you guys, you have to realize this. Like, gay people, we naturally have a defense when it comes to any type of religious people or any type of Christianity. Why? Because we were told that we were going to go to hell our entire lives. And now that we actually went there and had a music video, you guys are really mad about it. So that's what I don't get. It's not that deep. I think this is such a PR orchestrated. I mean, obviously we saw what happened with the Nike shoes. Nike sent him the cease and desist. Convenient timing that it happened to be right before the single drops and the music video drops, which is also very controversial. I think there's a really good PR marketing campaign behind it. And it's not really as altruistic as we maybe want to believe that it is. I mean, I will say that it is better than Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh. Yes, this is much better than Old Town Road, but Little Nas X has proven to be not just a one-hit wonder, but a winner. 
of the internet. He's been planning this for nine months. So everything that's happening is part of the plan. So thank you to everyone that has pushed the song to number one. I'd rather move on to Khloe Kardashian, who is our first official nomination for Most Terrible. You know, so Khloe had a picture come out. Her grandmother, MJ, as we all know, who is now in a home because of this. I'm kidding. <laughs> she has been Jordan Woods. She shared this picture of Chloe looking extremely normal. I'm talking about like a gorgeous body, like no tuning at all. You know, Chloe looked like a normal person. You know, like sometimes we get like a flashback on the Kardashians in the media, like the fat sister, the ugly sister, and that is no way to fucking grow up. But at the same time, these are people that invented the current modern beauty standard that perpetuate lies. Chloe literally has been quoted to saying that Facetune changed her entire life. And, you know, this is also the same family that got lip injections and then put out a lip kit. You can't rage against the machine when you are the machine. So, um, Zach, what are your thoughts on this? Chloe is our first official nomination for Most Terrible. Um, I disagree with her being most terrible. And I think the thing that made the Kardashians so successful, famous, and listen, I I have very hot takes when it comes to, to the Kardashians. And I think it's because I'm so quick to not jump on the Kardashian hate train. I think so many people love to hate them, which has made them even more successful and famous. I've always given them the benefit of the doubt because like, yes, you're right. They have really opened up the door and set a new standard for beauty, but they also broke the original mold of what beautiful was. Beautiful used to be this blonde girl with a teeny tiny waist. And, you know, she was basically a, play a playboy playmate. You know, the standard of beauty. Yes, I kind of agree with that. But at the same time, their bodies are altered. They have had a lot of alterations. I don't think a lot of people want to say that they've had a lot of um, knife work done, which they've denied. And I think what they've done is a lot of like the lasers and cool sculpting because the bodies that they have aren't very natural bodies. I think there's a lot of face tune. I think there's a lot of heavy makeup. But at the same time, when it comes to somebody like Khloe Kardashian, it's like everybody wants to beat her up and say, oh my God, your face looks different every other week. But it's like for two decades, we've consistently told her that she's ugly. Like what normal person would then not want to face tune or put on a shit ton of makeup when you're constantly beating them down? Now, at the same time, when it comes to the photo that MJ posted, how many times have we been in a situation where maybe there was a photo a friend took of us or a loved one took of us that they were going <laughs> to post on social media that we hated and we wanted them to take down because it wasn't flattering? Or how many of our photos have we put a filter on? Our Instagram stories, we put fucking filters on. Khloe Kardashian herself has said she loves Facetune. So if she's open and honest about Facetune and she's open and honest about saying that she's gotten filler and Botox then in my head, it's like she's not lying to anybody. And if there was a photo that she didn't think was flattering, and look, let's be honest, she looked great in that photo, but the lighting and the angles weren't amazing. Yes, it's, it's more than just the body, though. For Chloe, like, her face has been unrecognizable lately. Our culture is based on tearing people down, and now we have women that are coming forth and being... So I think in terms of most terrible, I think culturally we've been terrible to women, and this is where we have the result of people like the Kardashians 
Kardashians and people like Khloe Kardashian where they feel the need to alter their body so much. It goes beyond that for me. Zach is saying like pretty much, you know, hate the game, don't hate the player. But it goes beyond that. You know, Khloe Kardashian had to do a video update with a fucking video filter on it where she strategically lifted up her shirt and showed like her thong and certain angles to make sure that you could see she had a sculpted body and it's not from surgeries, it's from the gym. I'm like, girl, you're spending your entire time trying to scrub this photo off the internet when we have thousands of images of child pornography out there. Why don't you do that? Why don't you try to erase those images and leave this stupid bikini picture alone? I've seen so many worse pictures of her, Zach. So honestly, yeah. I can't go down to this petty level and be like, you know what? Let's try to erase the picture. You know, we're right. We've beaten her up. We beat her up too much. I think it's. I don't agree with her trying to get the picture erased from the internet. I think it went too far. It was intimidating. It was using power and influence to intimidate bloggers. I don't agree with her approach. People were getting their Twitter accounts fucking locked for sharing. Yeah, I know. I don't agree with her approach at all. I think she went too far with that. I don't know if that was her or that was just the Kardashian team because it was like their managers and publicists that were the ones that were DMing different Instagram accounts asking them to take it down for copyright infringement, which is a bit of a stretch. It's literally mostly about her face. Like yeah. her lip is bigger than the other lip or it's like uneven. It, those prescription drug commercials that she's been doing where she's supposed to be very natural at home are just giving it all away, girl. Right. I'm just like, oh my God, work on scrubbing that instead of this picture on Twitter. I think it's totally childish and immature. So she is nominated for most terrible. I got so many DMs about her. So um, we're going to get into the Bravo breakdown super early because you guys, there's so much to fucking talk about when it comes to the Bravo world so much. And you guys, I've been getting DMs up the ass from you guys telling me to comment on Jen Shaw, telling me to comment on the legal issues of Erica Jane. Well, Today is the fucking day. We're going to talk about it, you guys. We're going to talk about Jen Shaw, Erica Jane. We're breaking down the Beverly Hills trailer. But for now, I want to start with this. Bravo kids. Bravo kids. You know, we've had some iconic children grow up on the show, you know, and Andy kind of left this out of the bag. He said, for now, we know it's like a Watch What Happens Live special. I think this is going to turn into something bigger. But for now, it's a Watch What Happens Live special. Andy did say that he had, you know, released the names of who were going to be on. And two housewives emailed him and called him and said, why the hell isn't my child on it? Why isn't my daughter on it? So from Atlanta, we have Brielle, Riley, Noel, and Cairo, which are Kim, Candy, Cynthia, and Sheree's kids. From Jersey, we have Frankie Catania, Gia Judice, and then LB and Chris Manzo, which are Teresa Dolores and Caroline's kids. From OC, we have Brianna and Shane, Vicky and Gina's kids. From New York, we have Victoria and Avery, which are Luann and Ramona's kids. And then from Salt Lake City, we have Meredith's son, Brooks. Oh That's my God. We'll line up right now. And now, in terms of the women that have called in, one of them was Jill Zarin because she was pissed that Allie wasn't <laughs> invited to join. That I have been able to. Jill, you know what, Jill? I want you to come on the podcast, so I'm going to leave it really. Like, I want you to come on the damn podcast, Jill, okay? And we could talk about it. You can send a little message to Andy, but I am not surprised. The other person who I think is the person who called Andy has to be Shannon Bedore. You know it's fucking Shannon. I I don't know if it would be Shannon, though, because Shannon's on the Housewives currently, that it would make sense that they would invite her before inviting, like, former Housewives. Like, I, 
I don't know. I can't figure out. I was thinking maybe like Tamara, maybe Danielle Staub. Because oh God, Danielle, Danielle is so thirsty that she's like, I'm an original housewife. My daughters were on the show that I think my prediction would be Danielle is the second housewife. And I know that Jill is the first housewife. You know what? I think you're, I think you're right. It would be fucking Danielle. You know, recently, as in, and when I mean recently, I mean this morning, Andy tweeted, get me your questions. So of course, Danielle Staub tweeted, I have a lot of questions, so perhaps I should co-host the reunion. Bitch, I thought you said you weren't coming back. I thought you were done with Bravo. I thought we said goodbye to you. On Instagram Live, she watches Real Housewives of New Jersey every week and reacts live to it. So she's not done with Housewives. She's not done with Bravo. Bravo fired her. That's what happened. Bravo's like, you're too much of a liability. We don't want anything to do with you. And she, Beverly is so thirsty that she needs to, to get herself some attention. So of course <laughs> she's going to tweet at Andy. You said Beverly. <laughs> The kids are going to gather around with Andy and have some sort of kumbaya. Who knows? Maybe they'll throw them in a house and we'll do Big Brother. I don't fucking know. These days, I don't put anything past Bravo. They have caught on. They have caught wind of what's happening. They know that we'll do anything for them. We know that thousands of podcasters are going to talk about them. We know that you guys are going to spend thousands of dollars at BravoCon. Like, you guys, like, the cat is out of the bag. It's over. It is oh. Exactly. With with uh, with Roby, with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they've given us a little bit of almost like almost like a movie. It's like this trailer is so drawn out. It's all circled around Erica Jane. You know, it's funny that this woman can give us so much of this trailer, but then give us nothing when the actual show starts. Let's break this down. We got Rena. We got Crystal in her ugly ass leather pants. We got Sutton, who is an official housewife now. Uh, Crystal's also the first Asian American on uh, Real Houses of Beverly Hills. We have Garcelle making her comeback. You guys, like the picture of all of them holding the diamond, terrible. We got Erica Jane saying crazy one-liners like, I was going to hold his hand until the end, until he was dead. Were you given a heads up? No, I was not. It's just like very Cruella, DeVille. The ice queen is melting again. And you know what I don't like? She goes after people that she knows she can go after. She went after Eileen in Tokyo. And now your ass is coming after little fucking Sutton? Don't talk to me like that. Or what? Bitch, would you say that to a Real Housewives of Atlanta cast member? A Jersey cast member? A... Um, I agree that the, the them holding their diamonds, the lighting is terrible. And so what they were going for in that sequence was gemstones is what I'm hearing. Um, the trailer I thought was really good, and I think the season's going to be much better than the trailer. A lot of people are complaining that Erica didn't give us much in the trailer, but you have to remember, this is just the teaser. So Bravo is only going to give us the sound bites, and they're great sound bites for a trailer, but I think people had too high of an expectation of thinking she was going to mention it all in the trailer, but it's like, no, like this is just a posting yeah. that's excited enough to want to watch. Why would we give you the entree when we can give you an amuse-bouche? Exactly. It's the foreplay. Eat me out before you get in. Thank you very much. Take me out to dinner. Actually, don't. It's a waste of time, and I had the bottom later. Kyle, boring, and Kim changed her number on her. But what's good is that Kyle actually asked Erica, like, what about the victims? And I heard there's, like, orphans. Like, we're getting to the nitty-gritty, and that's when Erica Jane goes, like, no one knows anything but him. So it's like, we already kind of see the narrative. Like, Zach does have a point. They're good points. But we can see where the storyline is going. And there is probably a dead end. Only because 
legality. Do, can yeah. we talk about these legal things, Zach? She can technically talk about her relationship and the divorce. She can't necessarily speak to the legal issues, but then again, the legal issues are Tom's and she hasn't been charged criminally. So she's probably not going to serve any jail time. If anything, she may have to pay some money back through debts that are that haven't been officially proven yet, but debts that are linked to her company that were from Tom. There's a possibility that she may have to pay some of that back. How much yet? We don't know. There hasn't been any evidence. There hasn't been any proof and there haven't been any charges that have been formally filed against her. So if it's true that Tom really was the one orchestrating all of this, which is the same narrative that the other lawyers at his firm have said, other people that are associates with him, they've all said that this was all sort of his doing. Apparently there wasn't even a bookkeeper. He was doing the books himself. Wow. So and you're referring to like the embezzlement of the victim's monies when it comes to like the plane crash and that sort of incident, right? Yeah. So there's decades of cases that he's won with these like, you know, burn victims, seniors that developed cancer, um, the plane crash that, that we know of, the Boeing crash that's the most notable case, taking their money, telling them like, hey, let me help you invest this. Let me hold on to this money or the money hasn't come through yet. It's been held up and living off of these people's I mean, he was stealing. Look at Erica Jane's glam, you know, monthly yeah. fucking $40,000, whatever. Let me gather up seven of the best gay guys in LA that are Jenna Jackson's makeup artists, choreographer to the stars. Let me fly them to fucking Greece so they can touch me up on housewives. It's insane. So yep. um, it's going to be really interesting to see this play out is technically is Kathy a friend or is she a She's housewife? A Kathy's a friend. Of. She's okay. not a Kathy is the fucking MVP. Everyone knows I have been rooting for Kathy to come on for years why? Because I want to see her whoop Kyle's ass. Put that bitch in her place. And Kathy is the ultimate MVP. She runs the fucking Hilton family. She runs that shit. So it's going to be really interesting to have her come in and one-up everyone. Show everyone what rich really fucking means. To show everyone what it really means to be accountable. And She's going to tell you how your outfit looks when you walk into the room. We've seen her do it with Kim. We've seen her do it with fucking Kyle. She's a perfect person to bring into this cast. We need it. We need it. You guys, just a general note, all the Bravo shows are lackluster right now. All the Bravo shows are lackluster right now. Like Real Housewives of Atlanta has been background noise for me, but we're going to get into that. Um, Zach, what do you think about these new additions? What do you think about Crystal and her ugly leather pants? I think she brings culture. I think she brings, she's unafraid. She brings wealth. Her husband is a Disney um, film director. So he is very well connected. It was interesting to find out that she was coming on considering and we even see him in one of the shots. That's interesting considering he's a very high profile Film the director. new Lion King, you guys. The new Lion King, not the old Lion King. The, the one live actions, yeah. Yeah, the one that sucks. Anyways, keep going. She's definitely not afraid to speak her mind. Her connection was originally Teddy until Teddy got fired. And then eventually, I think she started getting closer to like Rinna and Kyle. Don't miss Teddy. I don't miss don't Teddy. Don't miss Teddy at all. Not even a little bit. Not I, even a little bit. Kathy, I agree, it brings the high-end wealth. I think that's going to be fun to watch. I think people are expecting there to be drama between Kyle and Kathy. I think if there was going to be drama between Kyle and Kathy, we would have seen it in the trailer. Mm. So I don't have much faith. 
But what I do look forward to, and I hope that they talk about, is Kim's book deal getting squashed because people think she may be linked to that. And um, the Paris Hilton documentary. I hope she addresses it because my theory is that she joined Housewives as an opportunity to rehab her image after how poorly she looked in the Paris documentary. Oh, you are not saying anything that my listeners do not know. As everybody knows, when the Paris documentary came out, I covered it and we named Kathy Hilton the most terrible um, for sending her daughter without doing any fucking research and allowing Paris to be taken by like grown men who later ended up throwing her in a tunnel and abusing her. I think Kathy knew. I think Kathy knew what she was yeah. signing up for and now she's just plain dumb. See? It's terrible. Um, we see um, Rena using her daughters once again for a storyline. She's going to use Amelia and Scott. Like, look. I think the issue with Rena's storylines over these past seasons, though, is she doesn't have much going on outside of the show. Her whole life life has become Real Housewives. So outside of stirring the pot, she doesn't have much of a storyline. She There's needs to stir the pot. On. You know, get in That's there. The get role. in dirty like you did the first season. Oh, Kim is so close to death. Why don't you go and talk about Eric? Erica is so close to prison, girl. <laughs> that is it for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Let's let's slide into uh, Atlanta real quick before we get into the Jen Shaw stuff on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Marlo kind of make up with Kenya and then she kind of went off on everybody and pissed everybody off. And, you know, when Shamia was, you know, bringing up the liposuction and like trying to hold her accountable for this. I was wondering why Shamia was going so hard for someone who has talked about getting lipo before. Well, I went on Twitter and I found out that Marlo actually threatened to have sex with Shamia's husband and they edited that out of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, here's the question. Why? Like, why would you edit that out? This is once again, like making her look like a crazy freak. Instead, we have to listen to Drew and the Prophet and LaToya. I don't give a fuck what LaToya and no Prophet are doing in Atlanta. The Prophet? The Prophet? He's a grown fucking man, you guys. Like, I, I. And Ralph is over here going, oh, that's suspect. Oh, we know that you know very much about suspect behavior, Mr. Tampa, for four days, and we still don't know where your ass was at. So I, I agree. This season is just really kind of meh for me. It's background. It's not something that I look forward to. It's not something that I watch the night of. Yeah, Marlo is looking very unhinged, which isn't enjoyable to watch. Um I mean, I get it. I think they were hoping for like the fact that there was drama that we would get excited about that. But to me, it's just like it's, it's not fun drama. Jersey started off so strong, but all of this Melissa and I mean, I'd rather go back to Teresa and the vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> right. Give me a Teresa can gift, uh, can gift me a vibrator. I would take um, a vibrator. I think what it was is we had such a, a big bang at the start of the season with Jackie and Teresa and that whole tea. Um, I have grown annoyed with Jackie because I was team Jackie at the beginning where I was like, what Teresa did was fucked up. She gave it more light than anybody yeah. else did. Because she dragged it on. It could have been a two to three episode thing and she dragged it on for seven. Um with Melissa and Joe, I don't believe that they're really having marital issues. I believe that she, I mean, she manufactures these storylines every season. Every season. Uh, let's move on to Real Houses of Salt Lake City. You know, a very interesting time in the Bravo world. Obviously, this kind of stuff, it gets everybody going. You know, I've never seen so many posts on Instagram that related to Jen Shaw. Wow. Like, if we were in... The, like the witch trials, like she would have been hung and burned from the stake. 
you guys sharpened your fucking pitchforks so fast. And when I'm talking about you guys, I mean the Bravo accounts. You guys turned on this woman so fucking fast. Granted, let's look at the other side. She's terrible. Like she is nominated for most terrible for what she did. Zach has the, uh, the little details on what happened. What we do know is that, yeah, she was filming. Yes, she was tipped off. This is a federal indictment from Manhattan that I would be scared. I definitely wouldn't be posting pictures fresh out of the jail, getting my hair done, unbothered, hashtag unarrested. These are just some of the posts that Jen Shaw has been posting. So Jen Shaw has been accused. So there are two charges, which as you said, this is a federal case. So she's being accused of conspiracy to commit money laundering and conspiracy to, she was allegedly part of a telemarketing scheme, which was basically preying on elderly victims, taking their phone numbers, giving them to other agencies and companies, selling their information, basically. And these are like old ladies and old men that like, they don't have a computer. They don't know how to be an entrepreneur, but they're calling them and selling them these fake services and taking all of their money, allegedly. But don't, doesn't this exist already? Like, don't people sell our information all the yes. fucking time? Yes, but it's illegal. It wasn't caught on camera because like you said, she was tipped off allegedly by Coach Shaw. They showed up at the house, found out that she wasn't there. He said, yo, babe, get out of there ASAP. So she's like, yo, production, I got to bounce. I have a family emergency. She tipped off. The housewives were like, whoa, we're supposed to go on a cast trip right now. What's going on? They were in the process of getting ready to go on the cast trip when the feds arrived it, to show up at the filming location where they expected Jen Shaw to be. Ah. So that's why they were shocked and stuff because they saw the feds and stuff. Yeah, camera women's reactions, but they didn't catch the actual arrest. But Bravo is still filming. So there's a good chance she knew that this was going to come up on camera. So it's crazy. Why would you do it then? So either she was too arrogant to think that she was going to get caught or she was too fame hungry and she really thought that she could become like a Teresa Judice, which was a big gamble considering this was a first season of a new Housewives franchise. And we've seen DC go under, we've seen Miami go under, that that's a big risk to take. There's even been like some talks of undercover assistance assisting her probably because this investigation has been going on for a couple of years now and like i said the feds aren't going to charge and arrest you if they don't have all their ducks in a row so it Mm -hmm. looks really bad for jen shaw and her assistant Stewart's probably going to flip on her you guys if you're going to do anything illegal if you're going to do anything like that don't go on a fucking reality show if it all is true i think it's terrible um, I think if it's true, then she deserves everything, all the crucifixion that she's getting and everything. Fame is different now. It is just a new frontier. So it's up to you how you want to navigate it. Uh, Jen Shaw is nominated for Most Terrible. We have nominations for Khloe Kardashian. A ton, a ton of nominations for Erica, mostly because of the way she flipped on Sutton. And it's not because of what she said, you guys. Who the fuck cares? She told Sutton to shut the fuck up. It's in her bullyish manner that she wouldn't pull with anybody else. She knows she can pull that, don't fucking go there with me, with like people like Eileen and Sutton. Bitch, you wouldn't pull that with anybody else. So that's why she's nominated for Most Terrible. I think I'm going to give it to Jen Shaw. I don't want to give it to Erica because we haven't seen what Erica has to offer yet. I hate her Instagram post. I think it's very out of touch. I think it looks like she doesn't give a shit about the victims. We'll see how that plays out on the show. I don't give it to Chloe because... I hate, I think her team was more of the orchestration behind removing the photo than she actually was. Um, 
And in terms of Jen Shaw, I mean, from what I found out and the more that continues to come out, she's looking worse and worse. And I'm like you, where I want to see how it all plays out. And I always try to come at things objectively beforehand. But with Jen Shaw, she looks really guilty in all of this. And it's, I'm going to have to give most terrible to her or to Danielle Staub, because I think Danielle Staub is terrible and her kids don't deserve to be on a Watch What Happens Live kids special. And what, I, think the watch would ha- I think the Watch What Happens Live kids special is only an indicator that the Real Housewives franchise is coming to an end soon. We have All Stars, we have kids special, which shows that they're trying to keep the franchise interesting. And they're only trying to do that because it's going downhill. I'm going to have to agree with Zach and go with Jen Shaw as my most terrible. She is the most terrible of the week. Why? You guys, because we've been on the sidelines hearing about this for a while. I didn't say shit because I wanted to make sure I had to watch the Real Moms of Bravo post 19 posts about Jen Shaw for me to like finally be like, okay, you guys, maybe she is guilty and this is bad. I mean, when you get out, you don't post all the shit she's been posting. I would be like, you guys, I know it looks bad. Please, when I can talk about it, I will. I wouldn't be you know, flaunting my new uh, lace front. I wouldn't be flaunting my new Gucci tracksuit. So um, when it comes to that, she is most terrible. I don't know if she did what she did. I guess we're all going to find out together. I'm your host, Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. I want to thank Zach Peter from the No Filter podcast for coming in and breaking down all the legal things. Um, So knowledgeable. One of my favorite people. We've been working together for years. So it's great to um, have him back. Zach, where can we find you? What do you want to promote, babe? Thank you. I'm like legally platinum now. I'm not legally blonde, but I'm legally platinum. <laughs> Breaking down all these legal cases on my show, which have been fun. So I do deep dives. I interview lawyers. I, inter- I talk to other you know, Bravo fans like yourself. Um, you can listen to my podcast, Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. A lot of people like to watch it. So you can watch it at youtube.com slash or anywhere podcasts are available. So go and you can follow me at Just Plain Zach because I post really cute photos and you can see my nipples on my Instagram right now. Send me a message, give me a review, sign up for the Patreon. I'll send you a fucking shirt. You know, I bought so many of these shirts to send to influencers and none of them fucking wore them. Like I sent some to Jersey Housewives. Fucking, I didn't get a fucking shirt. Oh, baby, I will send you one because I know you'll promote it. I sent some to these housewives in Jersey, housewives in OC. I have a little jumpsuit, a little terrible jumpsuit that would look perfect on Jen Shaw. <laughs> Brooks needs to come out with an orange jumpsuit. His little ass is so lucky that he's been invited on Watch What Happens Live, and that's because Andy thinks he's cute and probably wants to bang him. Probably. I'm a Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. Jump on the Patreon, you guys. I'm telling you, you can see the full show with no cuts, no edits. I love you guys thank you for all the love and the dms i see your messages you are heard you're fabulous i love you guys and stay terrible who's the most terrible of them all it's hollywood leon